Welcome back to the Decluttering Motherhood podcast. Today, I want to talk about something that really caused a lot of anxiety for me uh, at the time, and I know it's something that a lot of mums struggle with, and that is going from one child to two. I'm Katie, and I have built a business based on the love of helping other women. In the eight years I've been a mother, I've had the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. I have been so lost, but have found my way back again. And that is what now drives me forward, a passion to help other mothers do the same. So each week I will share practical and tangible advice, as well as inspiring interviews with the same aim. You are enough. It is time you started believing it. This is the Decluttering Motherhood podcast. As a mum of three, I can say without any hesitation, going from one to two was so hard compared to going from two to three. Two to three, or three to four, four to five, I've heard, uh, they have their own challenges, but honestly, one to two is so difficult in comparison. The reason is because life with just a baby just you and the baby, as much it is, it is difficult. You are adjusting, you are a new parent, you have, you have no idea what you are doing, but it's just the two of you. And it doesn't matter if you don't leave the house. It doesn't matter what time you eat. It doesn't matter what time the baby feeds. It doesn't matter if you take ages changing a nappy. It doesn't matter if you nap at the same time as the baby naps, although nobody ever does, I'm sure. Um, it really doesn't matter. You can go at the baby's pace. You don't have to have any routine. You can just bumble along, finding your own way, and it's fine. When you have two, oh my goodness, your world changes. And I had a lot of anxiety about how I was going to cope um, the, the, one of the things was, am I, how am I going to love another baby? I think that's one of the biggest things you, I don't think you even realize the struggle. Um, at first you're just like, oh my God, I'm going to, how am I going to love this baby? Will I love them the same? What's going to happen to my other baby? And you go through all this guilt around, um, the firstborn. How, how are they going to cope? What's it going to be like? And I did, I really, I worried about Grace. I, I was so worried that I wasn't going to be able to give her as much attention, that she'd be scarred for life, and I, how can I possibly love another baby as much as I love Grace? All of those feelings are perfectly normal and natural feelings, but I promise you, I promise you it's okay. Um, but then you also start to panic about, how am I even going to do this? Like, Grace had her routine. So Grace was two when Lily was born, or just over, and it had just been me and her this whole time. And we, you know, she hadn't started preschool yet. I didn't go back to work. So I, you know, we were in no routine at all. And suddenly a baby was born at Christmas time as well. So it was extra stressful. And I suddenly had to think about two children at the same time. And it was just such a change. But you know, I've survived and it can't have been too bad because I went on to have a third child. And like I said, going from two to three was fine. But what I want to do today is to share 10 things, some tips that will help you along the way and hopefully make the transition from one to two that little bit easier. So number one, you will love them both the same. I can absolutely guarantee it. It may not be instant, 
I certainly struggled in the beginning because I was, it's not because I didn't love Lily, but I didn't have time. I don't think I had a minute to stop and consider my feelings around about this little baby. I was relieved she was there. And then I just was like, right, get on with it. What do we need to do? We need to get into a routine and we need to have pattern because I can't cope and I needed it. But about four months, it all calmed down. And I was like, oh my God, of course I love her. How silly of me to even doubt it. Um, and I, you know, I do. I love all three of mine differently, granted. I don't love them the same in the sense that I love all of their traits the same. There is different love for all of them, but the amount of love that I love them all, 100% all the same. Number two, you will worry how you're going to do it all. And I'm here to tell you, you can't. And that's okay. You will not be able, not that you particularly were doing it all with one child, but with two children, you will not be able to do everything. You've got to think basic survival is the priority. As they age a little bit more and you get more confident, you'll be able to add in more things. But certainly things like housework do not matter. I mean, cleanliness matters, but you know, don't think all oh, that cupboard needs sorting out. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. Just do what you need to do to feed your baby, feed your set, the firstborn, the toddler, or if they're a bit older, just get them where they need to be and fed and watered. That is all. Do not try and start up a business. Do not try and keep on top of the housework. Other people can chip in to help you because your sole job right now is basic survival. You cannot do it all and that is okay. Number three, you will forget everything. <laughs> I mean, actually there's two points to that. You'll forget everything forevermore. Your brain just will never recover. So that's one thing, but no, you will forget everything that you ever did with the newborn baby, how you got them to sleep, how you fed them, how everything. You're just like, oh my God, am I a first time parent again? I don't remember anything. How do you do this? Again, it's perfectly normal because, you know, it might have been two or three years since you had a newborn baby. And as much as you're like, yeah, no, I'm an expert. I can have another child. No, you're not. You've forgotten because you're now into toddlerhood. You've forgotten the newborn stage. You will forget how to do it all. So you need to give yourself some grace and know that you are relearning. You're relearning how to be a mother of a newborn. You've got a baby who is trying to figure out how to exist in the world and you've got a toddler to deal with as well, which in itself is, is issues all on its own. So you cannot do everything, as we said, and you'll forget how you ever did all the things so you need to relearn. And again, absolutely fine. You will get there, I promise. One of the best tips that I got when I was uh, preparing to have Lily was to never refer to the baby as my baby. I've shared this piece of advice to so many about to be mums of two um, and they have gone on to say yes oh that was such a good tip and the reason is because if you refer to the baby as your baby your firstborn will get very jealous. I mean, there's going to be jealousy for various things, and I'll come on to them in a second, but hearing you talk about, oh, my lovely little baby, you're my baby. I mean, you can just imagine how they're feeling. 
what you do instead is you refer to them as their baby. Can you pass your sister's dummy? Can you pass your baby's blanket or you know whatever should we take your sister to the doctor to see how she is you know it's your sister your baby your brother whatever theirs the baby belongs to them and with that especially toddlers they love to help don't they they i mean god they're terrible at it but they love to help do the washing or do the dusting if it's their baby they will take ownership of the baby and they will want to help to soothe it help to pass the dummy or the bottle or the cushion for you know breastfeeding cushion or whatever you know they will not mind the baby being there because it's their baby and they can help because they're looking after something that belongs to them and it just makes the transition that little bit easier there are going to be times when the toddler the child will be jealous because obviously one of the biggest struggles is you are busy feeding the baby or changing the baby's nappy and they want to play puzzle or they want to play a game or they want to cuddle with you or they want you to read them a story and you're like oh I'm really sorry I have to make you wait I'll do it in a minute and a minute and you forget half the time and then it's just you just oh the guilt you just do you feel the guilt but the trick that I found was letting them see you make the baby wait sometimes now obviously this is (laughs) it's very difficult to gauge the situation but if a baby is grizzling slightly but you think you know what i've changed them i've fed them they're not sleepy they're just making a bit of a noise and actually they're fine but it sounds to the child that the baby's crying but they're grizzling there's not really anything they're just you know you know they don't need tending to say out loud hey baby you're fine i'll be with you soon i'm just going to read a story to noah whoever that shows them that you're also making the baby wait so when you ask them to wait it's fair because they the baby waited earlier while they were having a story and now they're waiting while the baby's having a feed i always allowed my toddlers to snuggle up to me while i was breastfeeding as well and get them to read me a story or tell me a story with the book um, so they felt involved again that's part they are part of this process and it just helps to ease the jealousy a little bit okay so my next tip tip number six is lean in to routine i actually look back around the time with my firstborn grace and i think oh god i could have made my life so much easier had i have embraced a routine but she just well one she didn't really want to be in a routine but two there was no need and so i i never pushed the situation because there was no need at all and so we just bumbled along through the day you don't have that luxury i mean i'm sure there are some people who do manage it but honestly i don't know how you don't have the luxury of bumbling through the day when you have two or more children because let's say Grace was just over two when Lily was born. So which means I had her at home with me for a whole year. So routine wasn't strictly important because we had nowhere particularly to be. But there's things like, okay, it's dinner time. And yes, when it was just me and one baby, I could just wait to have my dinner. But when you have got a hungry toddler wanting their lunch you can't make them wait. That's, I mean, that's cruelty really. I mean, it's cruelty to yourself to have to wait, but it's something that you do, but you can't make a toddler wait. And so you have to try and think ahead and go, right, if, if 
you know, the toddler's going to be hungry at 12. I need to have finished feeding by about quarter to 12. So I'm going to have to start the feed at about 11 or, you know, whatever, and work backwards and think, okay, the toddler is going to want to get up and have breakfast at seven. I need to wake up at six, get the baby up at six and feed. So we're done for seven just to fit in with feeding. Then, of course, as the child ages, so in the following January, Grace started preschool. I did not want to be leaving the house with a screaming hungry baby at the same, you know, when I had to take her to preschool. So I had to make sure that I worked her nap time and feed times to fit in with when we needed to go and then pick up Grace from preschool. You haven't got the flexibility of just going with the flow anymore. You have to preempt what what am I going to be doing at that time? Right, I need to wind it back. And I found waking up an hour earlier than toddler to get everything done meant we were one we were on time but also the baby was calm and content starting the baby off in the morning will regulate their feeds throughout the rest of the day i had it a little bit easier with lily because i bottle fed her for various reasons but i can say that it also worked well with third time round. i breastfed william and i was absolutely fine getting into a routine with him i would wake him up at six o'clock in the morning and after a while he just woke himself up he got into the habit of that i'd wake him up at six o'clock in the morning and i would feed him if he'd only i mean obviously babies they feed whenever they want during the night if he'd only fed at like four then i'd only give him one boob at six o'clock in the morning i'd just give him enough that would get me through until I dropped Grace off at school. She turned five, started reception as he was born. So I needed to get there on time. You have to lean into routine. You have to work out what are the things that I need to do today? How can I make it so that the baby feeds and sleeps around those times? It's a hard pill to swallow when you've been so used to maybe just not being in a routine, but honestly, it is the best advice go with the routine rather than going with the flow. Tip number seven. It is something that honestly, I don't know what I would have done if I hadn't have done this. And that is have your going out of the house bag, your nappy bag, toddler bag packed at all times. It is hard enough trying to get out of the house with a baby when they suddenly do a pooplosion or a toddler who's being difficult about getting their shoes on without thinking, oh my God, what do I need to pack? So you pack it with the nappies, with the wipes, bottles or dummies or burp cloths or breast pads, all of those different things. Toddler snacks, toddler juice cup, nappies for them if they're still in nappies, some cars or some whatever toys to keep them occupied, some little books, so that when it's time to go, you just get your shoes on, you get your coat on, and then you go. Now I mentioned toddlers still being in nappies. My next tip is don't try and attempt potty training in the months leading up to the birth. Either do it way, way before, but probably they'll be too young and it just won't work. Wait until after the baby is born and you are settled trying to juggle a newborn baby and an either freshly trained or about to train toddler reminding them constantly do you need a wee do you need a wee oh you've had an accident extra stress give yourself a break two in nappies is so much easier than one potty training and one in nappies you do not need to give yourself extra stress having a newborn is stress enough 
two in nappies is really not the end of the world. It really isn't. Yes, you're having to buy extra nappies, but do you have to make them from scratch? No. And if you do what I did, then you have reusables. So it's just, you know, you have to do more loads of washing, but God, you're doing loads of washing anyway with a newborn because of the pooplosions. So it's really not that big a deal. Save potty training until you have more time on your hands. You are, you know, out of that newborn stage two in nappies, honestly, is fine. One of the biggest decisions that I had to make was whether to get a double buggy, a carrier, or a buggy board. In the end, I'm a very indecisive person, and I went for all three, like a crazy person. So when Lily was born, there was only two years and three months between them, and I just felt that Grace was too young to be on a buggy board. Her little legs would have just ached and ached. So, I mean, there's some buggy boards now that come with a seat that probably would have worked for her and been fine, but there wasn't that option for me. Um, and so I got a tandem buggy that was as long as a limousine, honestly. Some people just don't like the idea of double buggies. If your toddler is sort of two and a half to three when the baby is born, I would definitely say get a buggy board. Um, it's much easier. Or if they're younger the other way around, like they're really young, I wouldn't even get a double buggy. I'd have one in a sling and one in the buggy. Like a double buggy, they're impractical for walking along pavements half the time because they're so narrow, must have been des designed by men. Um, shops, I always gauge, like, can I fit down the aisles in the next shop? If I can fit through next with a buggy, then it's a narrow enough buggy because their aisles are so narrow. Um, and I just, I mean, I am glad that I went for a double, but we only used it for about six months. And I really, for the sake of six months, I could have just had a sling, a buggy and a buggy board and made it work. So there's a time and a place for a, a double buggy. But especially if you do lots of walking, then a double buggy probably is the best solution. But at that time, we didn't do that much walking at all because we had nowhere to be. Um, and by the time Grace was at preschool, we used a buggy board or she just walked some of the time. So, you know, it is, it's a hard decision, but I would definitely recommend a buggy board ones with the seat particularly it's a great idea so they can just rest or stand and it just makes it that much easier and a sling is also a, a great great thing to do so if your toddler's really tired and needs a nap you can just pop the baby into the sling and the toddler can go back in the buggy again so unless you've got a really narrow gap i would probably steer clear of a double buggy that is my experience my final tip is to make time for you. I know that my mental health took a dive down, down, down when I went from one, well, probably becoming a mother. It probably started it off. But the strain of having two and trying to suddenly go into a routine and having the, the guilt that I wasn't spending enough time with one over the other and, you know, am I doing enough good enough job? Do I even know what I'm doing? It really 
I was, you know, I can see that was the beginnings of everything. And I think if I'd have just given myself an hour a week just to go and do the, even if it's just to do the weekly shop on your own with no children, just for your mind to have nothing to focus on. You are not the one in charge of these beings. Just for an hour a week, do it. Make sure you give yourself that time. Make the time. Don't tell me you don't have time in the evenings when you're sitting and just slobbing in front of the sofa and just watching TV paint your nails you know turn the tv off and read a book instead or just go to bed god go to bed early don't sit and and watch telly go to bed treat yourself to some sleep making time to make you well enough to cope with two children to cope with a newborn baby is critical you cannot you cannot look after other people if you are not on top form and if you don't let yourself rest and recuperate you will not be on top form they are my 10 tips so basically you will be able to do this you will survive and you may well go on to have a third one but you need to look after yourself you need to not put pressure on yourself to try and get everything perfect you need to make sure that you lean into that routine, make life easier for yourself rather than trying to fight the natural routines of school runs and things like that. It's easier just to go with the flow of the routine than trying to do it as the baby determines. Babies are really very flexible. They will do whatever is necessary and actually my second and third were much more easygoing than my first because they had to fit in they had to do as was necessary to get grace to preschool and to school they're much more easygoing and they slept so much better because they learned that to go in and out and in and out of the buggy all the time so they sleep anywhere i can literally transfer william now even as a toddler out of the car and upstairs into his bed and he does not move he is dead to the world Whereas Grace, you only had to look at her and she would wake up. Remember, the baby is the toddler's baby. It's your baby, your sister, your brother. And that helps them to adjust to the situation. Let them be a part of the process. Don't be trying to make them do potty training or anything like that. And of course, you are going to love them the same. You will, I guarantee it. You will love all of your children exactly the same. I hope that was useful. If you have any other questions, any worries about transitioning from one to two children, or if you're sitting here going, oh, I'm transitioning to one child, let me know. I can do advice for new mums as well, which is probably still relevant for mums of multiples as well, because you do just, you do forget, you forget everything. But otherwise, I will be back next week with another episode. Bye.